listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What is going on, everybody? John and Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Recording here on Sunday evening for Monday's 11-game main slate. James, you're the guy that is going to be on the playbook for this one. A big slate to kick off the week. How are you feeling about it? Lots of teams on back-to-backs. We have the Nuggets on a back-to-back, the Rockets on a back-to-back, the Suns on a back-to-back. The Trailblazers on a back-to-back, and then the Late Night Hammer, the Bulls, and the Lakers both playing on back-to-back. So quite a lot of teams played Sunday, quite a lot of teams playing Monday. And OKC, I didn't mention OKC, they're also on back-to-back. So it should be an interesting one. Again, a ton of star power, Jokic, Doncic. Westbrook, Davis, Towns, the whole crew. Interesting Vegas totals. We have our first, I think, maybe under 200 total of the year. So I see it at 200. I see it at 199. DK Sportsbook has your uh, beloved Celtics currently at 200 uh, against the Cavs, which we just saw that matchup. It was bad. What was the final? 91-89 was was the final score. So, Do you think it goes over or under 91-89, John? I don't know. I mean, the Celtics have been playing very good defensively. No Jalen Brown, still Al Horford, I would assume, would be back for this game, but it's not like he's really contributing to the offensive side of things. No, this this could be another under game. Yeah, I think so, too. But we do have uh, Houston traveling to Memphis, take on the Grizzlies, 220.5 there. Memphis giving 11 points. Surprising. They've been in a, in a funk lately. Phoenix, Minnesota, 221.5. Minnesota getting three at home. Phoenix on a back-to-back. Always a possibility of someone resting there. And then Chicago Lakers, 218.5. Lakers, one-point favorites. Those are the only over 218-ish totals we have. Knicks, Pacers, 217 is a good one. Probably still waiting on some totals as well. Yeah, I agree with you on that. So big injuries. What are some of the guys we have notable for injuries here? LeBron still out. Bradley Beal. Has been ruled out for personally dealing with the death in the family. He's out. Jalen Brown out. Is Damian Lillard officially out? I guess he's day-to-day. So right. he could play on Monday. Jimmy Butler is listed as questionable. So the two biggest ones, actually I should say three right now, are Butler, Lillard, and Fred Van Vliet also questionable. Bam Adebayo is listed as probable. So that's a good sign. Al Horford listed as probable, as you mentioned. Will Barton, I guess, is an interesting one to watch because he just kind of was ruled out before the game started. Right. Without any indication, has a back injury. So that's something we should watch. And then Aiton was ruled out f- for Sunday. We'll see if he plays Monday. He was listed as doubtful all day. And then, John, I don't know if you saw, uh, poor one out for our boy Michael Porter, out for the, quote, foreseeable future. And it's the back. So the one the one thing we don't want to see with Michael Porter is back in, and that's where we are. Chris Duarte questionable. All the Cavs COVID issues all still out for Monday's game. Precious Chua questionable. DeAndre Hunter questionable. Didn't play Sunday. Cam Reddish actually left and came back on Sunday. Wonder if yeah. he's limited or doesn't play on Monday. So a lot of question marks heading into Monday's slate. Yep, for sure. So let's kick it off here at the point guard position. Paying up at the top, you got Luka at home against Denver. You got Westbrook at home against the Bulls and late night hammer. And you got John Morant at home against Houston. All three guys over 10K, Luka at 11-3. Yeah, coming off 80. I guess like if... I don't know, 80 out of nowhere. 
we knew it's in the cards, right? This is the type of performance we could be seeing. So if you want to go there, it's a tournament play. I prefer Westbrook. Still stands LeBron. I know he's bad last game, but the two games prior, he goes for 60. I prefer Morant in a really good spot. Morant's now gone 56, 57, 53, 52 fantasy points. So if you don't think he's going to pay off 10K, think again. Fell one rebound shy of a triple-double, and I'm not paying 9-5 for Trey Young. I'm just not. And I probably won't pay 9-2 for Lillard, even if he plays either. So at the top, Luka in tournaments, Westbrook and Ja, and then it's on to the next tier for me, John. Yeah, as I said, the next tier is pretty exciting, right? He, he, even though it's a back-to-back year, Chris Paul against Minnesota. You have Fox against Detroit. I know Halliburton came back, and you had mentioned, you know, yep. Halliburton being in the lineup impacts Fox. We saw that the two games he was out, he went for 46 and 55. Halliburton comes back in, Fox goes for 24 fantasy points. So keep that in mind, but it is Detroit. Then you have Malcolm Brogdon, four straight now or three straight performance of at least 40 fantasy points there. Uh, going up against the Knicks with Kemba Walker or Derrick Rose and Fournier, that type of defense that he'll be going up against there. So, you know, that's your 8K range. I think Brogdon is, you know, Brogdon's probably my favorite of that group. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul's really interesting. I guess it just depends on how they use him on a back-to-back. A little nerve-wracking. Has he played a back-to-back yet? So he played a back-to-back, and in the second game, they lost by 29 and only played 26 minutes. So I guess bad sample for us to go off of, but I guess definitely a little nerve-wracking. SGA only point guard now on DraftKings as well, John, so uh, also something to keep in mind, but not paying. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's just Brogdon in this tier, right? It's in this tier, in the AK-specific tier, um, it's Brogdon. Also coming off a triple, for the record, I know you said the 44 fantasy points or more, but triple-double, and he just went 17, 8, and 7 against the Knicks earlier this month, so success against them already this year. He only took 12 shots in that game for a guy who has taken 12 shots or 13 or more shots in every game this year other than that one. So I suspect we'll get a, a little more aggressive Malcolm Brogdon. I really came at 82 for sure. Yep. Next grouping below, Kyle Lowry of Butler's out, and I think he yep. continues to be a strong play. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, as we saw with Beal out, he had a ceiling game, 49 fantasy points. He had a double-double against Orlando. And then if you just want to throw a dart, high-volume shooter in Cole Anthony, 44, 51, 26, 40 are his fantasy points the last four games. And he's actually the cheapest he's been since October, James, at 7,400 against Atlanta. Yeah, I was actually going to ask if you were going to skip over him, if you skipped over him on purpose, just because we can't believe that we're paying this price for Cole Anthony. Right. Yeah, Lowry's definitely a lock if Butler doesn't play cash, torments, whatever format you'd like. Dinwiddie, same goes for him, right? All formats, whatever you want. I mean, the rebounds were tremendous everything we kind of figured he could do in a in a primary scoring role he did and no reason to think he can't do it against the lowly pelicans and then it is interesting because i have not paid for cole anthony and i think i'm stupid for that at this point because he continues to do it and now we get the hawk sean 28th and i know this was a good team last year but this isn't last year's Atlanta Hawks. They're five and nine with the third worst defensive rating in basketball. So, I mean, what's your thoughts on Cole Anthony? I probably am actually interested here for yeah, the, the other first thing time is, in a while. Is uh, Jalen Sugg left that game with an injury? Do we have an update on him at all? Is he, he's gonna questionable. Play? Officially questionable. 
So I think that kind of helps maybe potentially a little bit too for for Anthony because Suggs is a usage guy. Now, uh, Ross is likely someone that would step in. It also takes a lot of shots, but right. Cole Anthony is a guy we talked a lot about. I mean, just his three-point attempts change, right? Nine, he was 0 for 5 against Brooklyn. 10, 10, 11, 11. The dude is jacking 10 threes a game uh, on the reg, and he's actually a 40% three-point shooter too. So there's a good chance that he's hitting four of those to go right. along with the 20-ish shots that he takes anyways. And in that game against Washington, 12 free throws. Second time in six games that he's taken over 10 free throws. So um, he's a guy that gets to the hole. He takes a lot of shots. He's a volume shooter. You don't get docked for inefficiency in DFS. So if he's going to hit back <laughs> buckets, uh, good. It's it's almost impossible to answer this question, but let's say for argument's sake, Jimmy Butler is ruled out. How do you rank Lowry, Cole Anthony, Dinwiddie in tournaments? Uh, Not cash, because I think we both agree uh, you plug and play Dinwiddie and Lowry, you probably can play. You probably play them both in tournaments. How do you rank them, barring Jimmy Butler's ruled out? I probably have Lowry, Dinwiddie, Anthony. So I would probably in tournaments put Lowry last. Okay. And I'd probably go Dinwiddie, Anthony, Lowry, but I don't think I think they're all elite. If you wanted to do a fair and balance and just plug them all, but I mean, he's gonna take 20 shots. You yeah. said he's going to take 20 shots, and he's. Averaging seven rebounds, five assists, all the threes you can want from a, a volume scorer and, and even a, over a steal per game. It's just hard to— I guess to the one thing them. going for Anthony is is that there are, there's not really other guys taking those shots, right? Miami, there's Bam, there's Hero. Where Anthony, yeah. there are a few guys that are—no one's really demanding the basketball, right? Just Wendell Carter, who's—Wendell Carter's taking shots, but we're not necessarily all that worried about Wendell—at least— commanding a high usage rate next grouping after that for point guards i mean garland or rubio i think even though it is that matchup against boston both performed fairly well garland had 37 fantasy points at his 6800 uh, rubio had 35 at 6k but again it, it, we're looking at a 199 slash 200 point game total but those two guys were the most productive in that matchup. So if we're looking in that next tier range, you, you have them. You can include someone, maybe a Kevin Porter against Memphis at that price point as well. Anybody else? Probably not in that tier. I think the guys you mentioned are fine. I'm probably going to stay away from this tier in general. I'm either going to pay up in that high price range, go to 7K, or take a shot on the Killian Hayes, who's coming off a double-double and now has 32 and 40 fantasy points his last two games. Um, and they're playing a minutes, 28 and 32 in the last two games. If if Will Barton doesn't play, I'd be slightly interested in Monty Morris. We'll see how that plays out. And then if no Van Vliet, I mean, we're going back to Lola Dragon. She played 28 minutes. I think there's a lot of options for us here. I don't think we need to be in, in that 6K-ish range. Things could change in the playbook. I, I didn't even mention Kemba Walker coming off. His best game in a while. He's still 5,400. So I don't think you need to be in that 6K range. You can, but for the most part, I'll be living in the area below. And I guess for value, John, Anthony Simmons. Yeah. Anthony Simons, whatever the correct pronunciation is. If there's no Lillard, he started and he's having a really good game on Sunday. Yeah. Simons, I'll throw, I'll throw uh, NATO out there as well. I know he okay. played 16. The, I know he played 16 or 17 minutes, however your site breaks it down there. Uh, you know, but he gave you 18 fantasy points. Holiday had a good game, so it's do you trust that Holiday's going to be consistent with it? Or NATO, we at least know, 
has been a solid fantasy point per minute guy. So I'd be willing to throw a dart with NATO at 33 and see what we can come out of it there as well. At the shooting guard position, Devin Booker is 8,900. So price drop on him. That's the guy that was priced up 95, 98, the last two slates. And we were kind of didn't pay off the price tag in either of those games. Any interest in him now that he's 8,900? Maybe if there's Paul sat. Okay. Maybe if they sat him on a back-to-back and it was the Booker show, we get point Booker. But I don't know. That's just, we need 45. He's averaging 40 fantasy points on the year. Yep, I hear you. This Minnesota is the it's a juicy matchup, so I want it is, to. It is, a, it's definitely a good matchup. It's just, I think there are better plays below. All right, uh, guys, Van Vliet. Brandon Ingram, shooting guard eligible. Huh? Yeah, I wasn't even going to acknowledge that until small forward, but he oh. is shooting guard small forward eligible. As is Anthony Edwards is shooting guard small forward eligible. McCollum with no Willard, I think would be something that we'd be interested in even, even on a back-to-back. Somebody that I have been playing a lot of lately has been D'Angelo Russell. If he's 7K, I'll keep playing him. I'm not afraid of that price point with him. Yeah, he's been good. 31-plus fantasy points in four straight. We're getting seven plus assists. So, yeah, I mean, they've been more competitive games. Stands the Clippers game, of course, the game that I would have hoped they would stay competitive in. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm okay with that price tag for sure. But it doesn't matter because we're playing Hero if if Butler's out. Correct. Hero, Dennis Schroeder, back-to-back teams for it's hard to look actual at, 28 actual yeah. yeah it's hard to look at him and be oh man you only scored 28 actual i think <laughs> it was a downgrade but i mean dude's been balling with no jalen brown so uh shooter right there at 65 100 percent let's see do you do you play any of the the kings guys here halliburton and or healed i mean they just eat into each other's time like i would be i'd be more comfortable with halliburton because he's playing all the minutes he came back from his absence and plays 35 minutes and he still gives us eight seven eight he's just a really good all-around player buddy healed again it's something that i've i've been thinking all year he has no future with the king so there's no real ties to him here and we can see more of these 25 minute games than we will of the 35 especially when halliburton's active so more inclined to play Halliburton, but if there's no Van Vliet, I'm going to play Gary Trent, right? Are you still in on the Cade Cunningham train here? So I haven't been playing him over 5K. Okay. I liked him better when he was at that 52 and under price tag. It's a really good matchup. I'll say that. This is, if you want to get, this is the spot to get back on the bandwagon. It also hasn't helped that Killian Hayes has had the ball in his hands so much, Sean, and been producing as well. He's kind of outshadowed Cade, and I don't love that shot attempts. I, th- I think that's a little concerning. Four and eight, eight and ten after 18, 17, 17, 14. So this is a spot that you can get back on the bandwagon because it's the Kings, but it's not as surefire even when he's shooting poorly because he's under, he's four five or he's 43, where he doesn't need a lot to get there. He needs to have a good game to get there here. and It's a little scary, so tournaments only. Okay. Below them, Jalen Green is a volume guy against Memphis. I think we can sort of take a look at another guy that I've been playing a lot of, and I've talked to you about it as well, has been Lou Dort. Another strong game tonight. He had 36 fantasy points in back-to-back uh, games coming into today's game. And, and what did he finish with? 19 actual again or, or something in that? Uh, the official, he had, in a 20-point loss, he had 20 actual hit three threes, three rebounds, and a steal. 
So he gave you another 28 fantasy points or so. Right. And three straight games now with, with 20 actual points scored. Now, I know it is Miami, so that could maybe be a little bit of a turnoff. But again, at 5K, he's been, he's been more than serviceable. And the volume has been there. He's been taking a lot of shots for the Thunder. So something to something to certainly look at. Where, where is do we pass him? Is Dylan Brooks a small forward? Yeah, he's ex, he is super expensive as a small forward. Yeah, he's 6,500. So mid-tier, but small forward only was a little bit of a, I guess, a surprise. I thought he was a shooting guard. Uh, so we'll talk about that because, I mean, you can't play Bain or Melton. Not with Brooks back there. now, yeah. Or not with Brooks back. Um, the the yeah. value here at shooting guard is Duncan Robinson if Butler sits. KCP played 31. KCP, I think KCP to me feels more, he feels more FanDuel to me and Yahoo because I think he, this was the first game in a while he hadn't had, he's had a lot of multi-steal games. So I prefer him on fan and on those platforms, but 4,100 is a good price. Yeah, he uh, that's true. If he makes half of them. It's, it's the Pelican. Let me see if they've improved at all. But the last time I had checked, they had, Again, been one of the worst rebound, defending teams against three-pointers. So give me one second here. See if I can pull this up uh, quickly and get some defensive stats for you all. Something I have to at least look at when I'm sort of def- deciding between players. New Orleans, the third worst team defending the three-point line. Opposing teams are shooting 38.6%. Memphis, 40.3%. And Detroit, 40.5%. So the three worst teams defending the perimeter are on this slate. In Detroit, Memphis, and New Orleans. And if he's going to take that many three-point shots, then I would have interest. If he goes five for nine shooting threes tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's an extra two and a half. There's an extra two and a half points too. So yeah, yeah. I think I mean him, Monk, uh, who's still playing big minutes. They have just a need for him. Seti Osman or Chetty back in the rotation again, yeah. out of the sky. And then the Hawks guys, dependent on the statuses of, I mean, if Reddish were to sit on the back-to-back after getting injured hunter if he's he's questionable i mean there's a lot of question marks in atlanta so a bunch of a bunch of uh potential value there as well yeah i'll throw josh Richardson back out there he didn't play the last game against uh, cleveland but he is probable to play okay uh, in the three games since Jalen brown went down with an injury including the dallas game in which he did get hurt 31 33 and 28 minutes 22, 28, and 20 fantasy points. He's 3,500. So a guy that's going to play almost 30 minutes, he's going to probably get you close to 20 fantasy points, if not more. Again, I know we're not trying to advocate too many players on an 11-game slate in a game that has 199 game total, but <laughs> for thir- for $3,500, he's worth the throw out there. So Yeah, I mean, hey, if he gets you another 20 fantasy points at 35, you're in a good spot because that means you probably got to Luka or he got to Jokic, you know? Exactly, exactly. We're looking for productive value, and he he could be that guy. Uh, small forward, <laughs> Luka is listed as small forward. is always funny to me. Tatum did not shoot the ball well. Again, 200 game total, so are you spending 90? No, probably not. not. Probably not. Anchor was limited, right? He played 30. I thought he was limited. Listen, I guess John. it's limited compared to what he usually plays, right? Like, yeah, it's... We we need to have a quick... Let's quickly talk about this. Okay. When people, him, and the the Siakams of the world and star power players are, quote, limited, it's bullshit, okay? Because Siakam was limited, and then right after the game, after he plays 35 minutes, his coach says, oh, he can now, he's not he's not limited at all, and he can play back-to-backs. And then Brandon Ingram comes back after missing 15 straight days. Oh, he's limited 30 minutes, right? So right. we need to just monitor who is being called limited and who's not and how many you know minutes they play on a regular basis because it's just these coaches 
there's a there's a segment on the Fantasy Alarm show, Coach Speak, right? Yeah. For for or lip service, it's all it's all BS. So just keep that in mind moving forward. Some players will be limited, and it might bite us in the butt. But the winner of every GPP had Pascal Siakam at one percent on Saturday night because quote that limit wasn't limit wasn't li- exactly. So Ingram played 29 minutes. Technically limited because he was averaging 36 minutes per game on the year. But again, this is a guy that we want in our 8,500. Is doesn't leave a ton of room. He's probably we, we were we were calling him a great cash game play. I think even against Washington, who actually surprisingly has been one of the best defensive teams in the league this year, I would still call Ingram a cash game play for this league. How do you compare guys like Barnes, Yananobi, Kuzma, uh, and Lavert? That's sort of your next grouping. I mean, love Kuzma. Love Kuzma. No, no Beal. He's been good with Beal. He's good without Beal. Two double-doubles over his last three. He blocks a shot essentially every game. I think OG, the price is just up there for a guy not really providing so many st- peripheral stats, right? Don't love him at 75. Uh, Harry B impacted by the return of Halliburton. Clearly zero assists, so... Halliburton has eight. He now Harry B doesn't have the ball run through the his hands. So really, the only person from this I'd be interested is Kuzma. And I'm not. I told you before the before the pod, Scotty Barnes worries me too. Now that Siakam's back and he can run the off, they run the offense through him. So Kuzma's really the only guy in this tier I have much interest in. All right, we mentioned Dylan Brooks. I'm sure you have no problem going there against Houston. Yeah, no problem. He's taking all the shots and. And already up to 30 minutes in the second game. I put Sadiq Bay in the playbook the other day. Paid off 39 fantasy points, 16, 8, and 5. Even with Kate Cunningham and Jeremy Grant and all that, he's still taking a lot of shots. He won for 12 against Cleveland. Not great, but 5 of 13, 6 of 17, 4 of 11. He's taking some threes. 8, 7, 9 rebounds the last three games as well. Yeah, he would probably be a low-owned pivot off of maybe someone. Yeah, this is a really good matchup. The Kings are 24th in defensive rating. So really good matchup for Sadiq Bay. No one's going to play him either. So I'm with you there. You mentioned Trent, our guy, our buddy in a revenge game, Norman Powell, 5,400. This is true. They're, they're both in a revenge game. They were traded for each other. True. They were flipped for one. If Lillard is out though, I mean, I know Anthony Simmons is the one that's going off right now. Powell, 13, 2, and 2, 5 of 9 shooting, so it's not awful. Still a whole quarter for him to play, so he can improve upon those numbers. I don't, I don't mind some Norm Powell at 54. Yeah, I don't I don't mind Norm Powell at 54. We mentioned the Trent thing is probably FVV dependent at this price. I think it's a little too pricey if Fred Van Vliet plays. But yeah, them both. And Josh Hart had 11 assists, such an anomaly. But with with Ingram back, he only takes five shots. Pro, probably don't. Probably not going there. On, uh, yeah. Are, are we trusting the Duncan Robinson blow up in the last three games? If, if Butler's 33, out. 28, 37, yeah. Oh, if Butler's out. Probably uh, contingent there. Yeah, that's fine. And DraftKings only play for him there. Anybody else? Any other value to you? I mean, you said Terrence Ross earlier. I, I guess did. if Suggs were to sit, maybe? He would played you... 31 minutes against Washington. So, but after Suggs went out with an injury, so... Ross at 36, I agree. Interesting spot. I put Nasir Little in today's value vault. While everybody is obviously playing Simmons and he's doing great. Little again off the bench. 21 minutes so far, 4 of 10, 11.7 rebounds and assists to steal a block. I think if Lillard's out again, Nasir Little is somebody that can be a guy that you can throw in as a value play. Yeah, I don't, I don't 
really see a problem. Came off the bench the other day and scored 40 fantasy points. <laughs> right? he's, he's, I just love the volume that we're seeing in the aggressiveness, at least for now. Now, of course, there, he is a low floor. There's a, there's a good chance that you can throw him in your lineup and he gives you 12 fantasy points. But <laughs> at least right now, he's running hot. So I, I don't I don't kind of mind him there if Lillard only if Lillard's out because he said that that bumps Simon's into the starting lineup. It kind of shortened their bench rotation. And it looks a little someone that is benefiting from that. So yeah, he would be a guy that I would definitely take a harder look at. Anybody else for you? All right, power forward at the very top. We got AD going up against Chicago, going up against what is, could be a small ball lineup. Could be Derek Jones, Jones Jr. or Elise Johnson. He's 10-4. So I guess I got to ask you, you know, do you want to pay the 10-4 price tag for Anthony Davis? I mean, yeah, I think so. I, I think it's going to be a people that he can exploit even if when they go to their center lineup with ad he's going to be playing against tony bradley or right. javante green as they want to expert as um billy donovan said he wants to ex- explore with small ball lineups so um you mentioned elise johnson it's it's an advantage for davis in any way you shake it so i would be interested in playing davis at 10 Okay. Other power fours, you have Randall and Sabonis banging up against one another. They've had this already this season. Sabonis wasn't great. Only 21 fantasy points in 34 minutes in that game. Uh, Randall himself, nothing special. 18 and 14, 42 fantasy points. I, I don't I don't really like either of these two guys, truthfully. I will. The one thing I'll note is that Sabonis is under 9K. So this is the first yeah. time all year, possibly. So if you are interested there, I think that's... I mean, it's it's worth taking a look at because he's under 9K. Other than that, though, I, I largely agree with you. It is like one of the two games all year he took less than 10 shots. So maybe it's something to... He had... Uh, he fouled... Actually, I'll give him... I'll be fair as well. He played 34 minutes, but he also fouled out. So... Right. So just being cautious the entire... Just, yeah, just entire. wasn't a good game for him. So maybe we get him the benefit of the doubt with the price. Mario, you've talked, you've talked me into some maybe some Sabonis there. De- DeRozan, DDR against the Lakers. Isn't there some sort of a... Yeah, he's from L.A. Yeah, he's, he's from, from L.A. Right? And he yeah. wanted to play there. Um, and they just... It didn't work. He said it didn't work out. I listened to his little... He did an interview. Said it didn't work out. But he's from L.A. So he's going to have... Now, the interesting thing is... They're playing there tonight. We're recording Sunday night. He's playing the Clippers in Staples Center. Gets to stay. And maybe goes out with old friends, hopefully. Stays out too late. Hopefully not. Hopefully not a bad hangover for the game. He's got six points in six minutes as we record right now. So, Right. Off to a good start. Well, here's an interesting thing. Here's, a, here's an interesting tidbit. Starting lineup for the Bulls tonight. Alex Caruso, Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Tony Bradley. So Green did not start today. Green did not start. So, I mean, I think that's probably best case for them because obviously Caruso better. And, John, we didn't mention if Caruso starts, a little revenge there for the – he's he's pissed. He wanted to go back to the Lakers. And they I, I, he, I listened to the, to the old man in the three, J.J. Reddick's podcast, um, and he had Caruso on. And Caruso was visibly upset that they didn't offer him a good contract. It was a, a very bad deal. So I think there's going to be a little get up if he starts circling back to that. I think that's interesting. But interesting. So Javante Green just completely out of our lives. Not <laughs> not a bad not a bad thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I imagine he. So he was first off the bench. So they just their first substitutions. Explain this to me. First substitutions. You you take off the floor. DeMar DeRozan, you took off the floor Tony Bradley, you took off the floor Alex Caruso, you put on Derek Jones Jr., Javante Green, and I A.O. Dosun. Very talented scorer. 
So that's their first rotation. They went small ball on their subs. So at least Johnson, at least as of now, not, not part, in the rotation. Of, not yeah. part of the first subs. I mean, Ball could come out. Levine could come out and they could come He'll in. He'll check in for Brad. He'll check in. You said Bradley's still in the game? No, Bradley got checked out for Derek Jones Jr. They go, they're going small ball right now. Interesting. Okay. Well, they could probably do that against the Clippers. No, they have Hardenstein. Interesting. Okay. Kind of, kind of. I think Billy's Billy's out here exploring, John. I'm just, I'm just saying Levine or Ball could be the next one off and, and Elise could pop on there. But at least at the first rotation subs, they they went small right away with Jones, Jeff Green, and Dawson Namu, whatever. Well, and Davis was. plays and Davis plays the first the whole first quarter just to circle back relevance to Monday's slate. Sure, he is going to torch that small ball lineup if he is playing against. <laughs> yeah, if they put Derek, Derek Jones, Jones there. Derek Jones and and Javante Green, he is going to torch. Javante Green was playing like point guard for the Celtics. I mean. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know how he's a power forward for the Bulls, but yeah, whatever. Uh, so that's just that was just surprising because Crusoe had been off the bench in the starting lineup. So small tangent there, breaking down the the, the Bulls rotation in live. So back in the days, yes, of course, is definitely going to be a top play there. Sabonis at 88, DeRozan at 83 in the revenge game there. Yeah, Siakam power forward center eligibility. I think you got to roll with him for sure. Al Horford, if he's back, again, not trying to continue to advocate for that game. But Horford's just been very – maybe 7,400 in that matchup, not particularly great because they do got Mobley and Allen. But Mobley went for 42 fantasy points in that game. So if Horford sits, again, not expecting that to be the case. But if Horford was to sit again and Grant Williams starts at power forward again, I would I would go back to having Mobley. Yeah, but if Horford's in, I'm not – Yeah, if Horford's in, I'm not, I'm not really playing that that backcourt – or that frontcourt. Right? No, no interest, no interest. No, no, yeah, can't can't do it there. Uh, Jeremy Grant, seventy-two. Yeah, great matchup, great matchup. But he's kind of every other game seems he's going nuts. If you actually, it's almost every other game. But I still, we said in the preseason, I think this is still the guy until Cade becomes the guy. But while Cade is still figuring it out, it's Jeremy Grant for sure. What do you make of the next tier after that? You know, we got John Collins, we got Porzingis, Wendell Carter. I know you'd spoken about him earlier as well. That grouping. Right there. I think John Collins is probably my least favorite. I know it's a really good matchup, but he's coming off a really good game. But there's been really good games so few and far between. Listen, man, this current form of Zinger, she it's scary, man. 32 actual on the same night Luca goes for 32 actual. I know this is not a great spot, but it's Denver traveling second leg of a back-to-back. I know Denver has had their starter sit the whole fourth quarter. They haven't had to play a single minute. But uh, Zinger is going to get Jeff Green in this game. At least for a little bit. They do They do move him to center. They do we'll move him to center. That's fair. But for tournaments, I really like Zinger. I, Wendell Carter, it's kind of, I'm kind of having the, the same epiphany with Carter as I did with Cole Anthony. Like, as bad play, as they I are. I play these Magic guys, and then I look at box scores. I'm like, oh, Obama went for five blocks, and... Carter's got double doubles and Anthony's taking 53s and I'm like, ah, Orlando guys, right? Miss missed out there. You know? They suck. There's no doubt the team sucks, but it's they also all play minutes. Even they in the all ball. play minutes. Exactly, you know? exactly, and that's the key. They all play minutes, and they have just a few guys taking all the shots, and Carter's one of them. So yeah, I mean. Carter and Porzingis more than I'm ready to be disappointed by Jaron Jackson. I'll continue to be I'm with, I'm with you. <laughs> like, I can't I can't quit him. He's 6K. 
against Houston. I want to play him. I want to, you know, but he played 22 minutes against the Pelicans. The fouls weren't even a problem, really. I don't, I don't know. He's supposed to be better, James. He's supposed to be better. And I know the day I don't play him at 6K or if he drops down after this one, he's going to have a 50-point game. He's going to do it. It's it's his ceiling. He's capable of it. We saw a small peak of it against Denver. He had 22-8-2-3 for 42 fantasy points at 5,500. Definitely a GPP play, but this dude is mega talented. He really is. It's just, he's, he's still raw. He's missed so much time due to injury. He's only had one year, really, to develop. But he, he's a guy that I'm just high on. Almost two blocks a game, almost a steal a game. 13-5, shooting 34 from three. I mean, there's just a lot to about him. But he's just, uh, he's a heartbreaker, that one. Definitely a tournament play, but I'm with you on uh, everything you said because I agree. Uh, he's He went fourth overall for a reason. But other than that, John, below him, I mean... I go mellow. I could play mellow. I think it's Aaron Gordon if Will Barton doesn't play. I think it's mellow. And it's, I mean, if you want to punt Jeff Green because he's going to start... But he's going to have to deal with Zinger. Nope. I don't really the rest of the position. Yeah, I would say, there's not really anything anything jumping out to me here either. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, what, John? Your favorite player, Jaden McDaniels, 32 minutes last game. You trust it? 3,200, 29. Uh, but he, uh, it was actually a blowout. Let's forget it. I, I don't think, I think that. I is. mean, listen, I, I, I would too. He had a really good run, and they talked highly about him. But like, they they have a weird rotation, they have a weird infatuation with their their power forward rotation. Yeah. There. So it's not it's never first you think it's Vanderbilt, and next Kogi's back in there, and then they're they're playing Nas Reed 25 minutes <laughs> one game, and you're what is happening? Just pick a power forward and play one so we can figure it out. All right, let's go to center and let's finish this one off here. Uh, Jokic is a top price play on the slate. He's 11, 66, and 70 fantasy points in the last two games. You mentioned that they're not even playing the fourth quarter today, but I imagine he was having a fantastic 28, 9, <laughs> and 9 is what he put up here today. In 20 uh, minutes. In, in 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, so. It's so stupid. There's value on the slate that you could fit him in. I, I am over, I am beyond my Nikola Jokic sucks phase because he turned into the player of consistency, right? Two years ago, he wasn't this guy. He would have these type of performances, and the sites would always keep him at 10-5, but most of his box scores were 44 fantasy points, and I'm not doing right. it. Now he's giving you pretty much consistently 60 to 70 fantasy points. So while that itself is still only 5x at 11-7, 6x at 11-7, I'm, I'm willing to go there because he had a higher ceiling than that as well against Denver. And we love going up against Dallas centers. Even Porzingis. Porzingis isn't a good defender, right? He's just tall. You know, he block he can block shots, but you know, he's not he's not a good uh, defender there. So 11-7 for Jokic. I think that's fine. I think a lot of people will still use AD at the center spot at 10-4. I'm not really in on Towns. What are you, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are your thoughts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, where Towns to me is he should be, but he's another guy that should be better. He just isn't. You played Valanciunas in 91? I mean, it's kind of expensive for him. Seven shots and zero free throws. It's not great. But three of three from three? John, have you seen what he's shooting from three this year? Holy cow. 58% just casually just chucking 58% from three. I'm probably not going to go there with Ingram back, but I'll wait for their price to be a a little depressed. I mean, look, man, bam, if there's no Butler, 81 Duh. Duh. Christian Wood, I think, is in a really good spot. His price is finally depressed. Yeah, but 
he's been he's been so expensive lately. He's yeah. been he went for he went crazy in that Phoenix game, and then he zoomed up to nine k. And it's well, I don't want to pay nine k for Christian. Well, he's eight k now. So I just think the price has dictated that. And plus, Memphis is the worst defensive basketball right now. So a spot to a spot to uh, a spot to go at here. Either of the Capella Bamba matchup. John, big news here. Speaking okay. of the speaking of the Hawks. DeAndre Hunter to undergo wrist surgery expected to miss eight weeks. Hurts my soul. So who did they start today? So they started Hoarder, and he played 33 minutes. So we're definitely playing Kevin Hoarder. I played 26. And Gallo played 26 minutes. So just for context... Kevin Hoarder, 3,800. And Cam Reddish did leave that game. So I, I do want to bring that up. I think that maybe some distribution of minutes could have been different. But Hoarder is 38. He If he starts against Orlando, he's a lock and load. 38. Reddish, 35. Gallo, 32, John. Yeah. Interesting, Gallo's, Gallo. Gallo's, that, I do. Back I to would. back. But back to back, though. I'm worried for uh, old, old-ass Gallo, 32 years old. Or 30-whatever. Yeah, the one back-to-back they they played, he played 22, and then he played 7. And then he played 20, and then he played 18. So Yeah, we probably can't trust that then, huh? Eh, he's probably only going to play 20 or so minutes. But, I mean, eh, maybe, probably. But, I don't know. I he, He's just... Remember that one game last year where he just hit eight threes? I got of nowhere. Gallinari was the hottest shooter on the floor. He has that upside against Orlando. Against Orlando so, you know... Who knows? Well, it's something to at least consider there. What is Capella on a? What was Capella on a back to back? Let's take a look here. How was he on a back to back? Thirty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, he played thirty five on the second after yeah. playing thirty twenty three on the the front end. Yeah, I'm trying to see rebounding numbers. Orlando is allowing the ninth most rebounds to opponents, while Atlanta is allowing the sixth fewest rebounds to opponents. Interesting because. I mean, we're playing Bamba for. I don't. We don't expect the 17 rebounds he got last game. But I shouldn't be surprised that uh, that Atlanta's a good rebounding team because of Capella. So Capella and I mean John Collins. Yeah, Collins is a decent rebounder. Eight and a half a game. So. Yeah, I guess I would. I guess Capella in that in that case would be more interesting because you just alluded to it's a a better just a better spot for him to be a vacuum in terms of rebounds. So I might, yeah, I, might I, can, have, I might have to play James. I might have to play. Ooh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Now again, all things considered, with the with the Sabonis performance last time against the Knicks, Miles Turner went for 57 fantasy points against the Knicks. If you remember this game, he played 29 minutes, <laughs> 25, 13, two and three. He hit seven threes in that game, and we know that you can attack the the Knicks at the center position. Yes. So. $6,700 on DraftKings for Miles Turner? Is know? this the best version of Miles Turner we've ever seen? It's at least the most consistent version of Miles Turner, it feels like. Because he has been awesome lately. Hey, 35 minutes the other day, 30, 31, 35. Six block. Dude, look at the block. I mean, I know we saw the blocks last year. We saw. He led the league in block shots, but we, you're right. We saw, but I mean, he led leading the league in blocks is one thing. We, we, that was obviously the jump for Miles Turner. But the last three games, or three of the last four, six Three, six, five. Like That's nine 18, of the last 18 fancy points on FanDuel and Yahoo just in box. And he had two steals. It's just I have FanDuel up. Let's see what his price is. 
Because eight K seventy seven hundred. Close enough, yeah. Would you pay seventy seven hundred on what Bam? Is, what is what is excuse me? What is Bam? Bam is eighty four. I might play Bam over on, on Fanduel. On Fanduel. At that price point. I think this tier of center, by the way, it's pretty on good. DraftKings is pretty good. damn damn good. I I good. I said it the other night. I loved Rashawn Holmes in tournaments on Friday slate, breaks the slate, every winning lineup. And that's just the upside he has against guys that he's going to be able to stay out of foul trouble against. And proof is in the put. Miles Turner, as you mentioned. Montrezl Harrell with, he only played 21 minutes. Yeah, Gaffer played like 30 for whatever reason. Doesn't matter. 21 minutes, 27 and 6, and there's no Beal. It's just the usage bump galore. Um, And then if no Horford... You said it earlier in the year, John, and it's something that I'm sticking with all year long. If I'm fully starting to figure it out, but I want to see more consistency out of it. With if there's no Horford, I'm playing him. Yeah, no Horford for sure. You play him, uh, but we're starting to see some games with Horford playing where Williams is figuring out his space. So that's just something to to watch. But I'm with you there as well. I'm not playing him when Horford, and I will for sure play him when Horford's inactive because he's just. He's that guy. Anybody else that you would Isaiah consider? Stewart, your your boy, thirty two no, minutes, well, Sean. Yeah, but he didn't. He played twenty four the game before that. I don't know why against Cleveland, but yeah, listen, if he's gonna get the run, he should be. He's good. He's a good dude. They use the first round pick on him. They don't right. have any other centers. Right. Why did he play twenty four minutes against Cleveland? I don't. know. But yeah, I'll buy. I'll buy. I'll buy. So they that. didn't play. You mess. They didn't play Luca Garza at all. Not a minute. Today. Did you see the highlight I sent you with Josh Jared Allen? Oh yeah, where he yeah he yeah he got sent to the, of the land of. <laughs> we never and I was this oh this is why he wasn't drafted. But I think I think they're they realize like, okay Killian Hayes go out there and play. Right, you're Isaiah, just like, play your men. What are we? Um, how come Orlando can figure it out but Detroit can't? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stewart Stewart's a good point out for sure. Um, especially at 5K, I love that a lot. I mean, if Gafford's gonna play 27 minutes. There's gonna be some up. He had five fouls in 27 minutes. So I mean, so well, that first. is in the well, that is in the cards. And gets foul. Look, here it is. I won't play Gafford because he's in foul trouble right now. Against <laughs> Valanciunas, he is. Yeah. They're just pencil pencil him in, which makes me want to play Montrezl more yeah. because he'll be on the floor more. It's true. It's true. I want to argue with that. And then I think if Precious plays, well. I guess they're going to start, what's his name? It's They're going to start Siakam at center anyway. But Joel McGee today, 19-4. and four. If there's no Aiton again, would you go? It's Minnesota. And look, they are terrible against centers. They, they yeah. were 28th. I was all over Zubats on Saturday. Zubats would have went for 50 fantasy points if that game doesn't blow out. He played 22 minutes and had a double-double. I know we don't want to play Joel McGee, but he's 4,200 coming off a monster game against... A team that just cannot guard centers. Would JaVale pop at all for you, or just you think Towns could do nasty things to him and put him in early foul trouble? No, I think Towns could could probably cause some problems there. Yeah, because offensively Towns is is great. It's just yep. consistency with him at times as well. So anybody else? Any other value centers that you maybe you want to talk about here? No, and if anyone says PJ T- Tucker, and if you anyone says PJ Tucker's name in Discord, just know you're gonna be banned. Is uh, all right. We can we can make that rule. We're we're allowed to make those rules. Just so, as we are in the middle of the uh, second quarter, Elise Johnson's not in the game. They put yes, twenty five. 
Tony Bradley is back in the game. So maybe you can rely on Tony Bradley here on a back-to-back then, if that's how the rotations are going to run. Interesting, because they're running an eight-man rotation. Maybe Javante is not dead, John. Eight minutes off the bench. I guess we'll see how it plays out, if he even checks in again at, to end this quarter, I mean, right? Troy Brown Jr. just entered the game. So Elise Johnson's not playing. <laughs> yeah, Elise Johnson is just now not playing. Yeah, I guess. Look, if Tony Bradley starts and he plays a bunch of minutes, but also I think the thing you probably we probably worry about is maybe this is something that Billy Donovan's doing because it's a back-to-back. Tony Bradley plays 27 minutes tonight and then doesn't play tomorrow, and it's all Elise Johnson, you know? Yeah. So a little scary, but uh, yeah, I guess if he's if we don't see Elise Johnson, maybe you can trust Tony Bradley a little bit more. Yeah, and Bradley's $3,500 as a center only on DraftKings. So uh, if you're looking for the punt, I, I, I guess to that point, right, is he going to really go small ball against Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan, whatever sure. those guys are, right? So, so, yes, so that wraps up this look at 11 games here. Again, James is going to be on the playbook. We'll have the full complement of content for you all. Value Vault starting five showdown, and we'll be in Discord to answer your questions. Good luck, and we'll talk to you guys later.